cap, all facts, here we go, listen, I can move across the aisle, never think twice, underground railroad got me trying to see the light, you can call a coach, you can't get right, gotta lose the ego, gotta let it take flight, gotta stand for something, but you have to do the work of building, right, and again, I, my, I'm going to reiterate a common theme. It takes time. It does. Now, this <laughs> and this is one thing. Um, and I and I try to. I just had a conversation with a young guy at uh, at the gym. Um, he's about forty, and um, uh, he goes, you know, Q man. Um, you know, we were talking about. I never knew what he did for a living, so I was like, you know, what do you do, man? He was like, oh, I'm a fire inspector. Uh, so he works for the fire department and he goes in like when fires happen and stuff, then he goes in to figure out, you know, from an arson arsonistic way who did what did or whatever happened. So I was like, man, that's a pretty, you know, dope job. He's like, oh, yeah, dude, I've been doing it for 15, 18 years or something like that. So I'm like, man, dude, you know, you kind of went right out of high school type of deal and and got into this gig. And he's like, yeah, kind of like that, man. He said, so I'm like, well, you know, you're 40 and made him do a lot of talking, but it's more about men. Like, so like, he's a guy that I kind of mentor at the gym, which is like crazy. Right. But he's always pressing me about men stuff. And so this time I was just like, well, do you have a girlfriend or what do you have? You know? And he's like, well, yeah, I got a little lady. No, he said, well, yeah, 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 I do. So I was like, well, what was the pause for? You know? And he was like, no, nothing, man. You know? So I just told him, I said, well, you should let her go. And so he goes, huh? Why would you say that? I was like, because anybody who you actually want, you would never pause. You would never take a pause on somebody who actually you want. I said, and guys get me, you know, you know, he's looking at me like just a little pause means something. I said, well, from a guy that's been married 23 years, if I take any pauses or any if I have any hairline fractures in what I'm trying to do, the devil gets in and tries to destroy it. So you have to understand, dude, when you take a pause on a question just that easy, the enemy can come right in and destroy whatever you have going in because you are the one who should be finding a good thing. Yeah. Culture today is just giving women all this free freedom to go out here and go hunt down men. The Bible clearly tells what women what they should be doing for him, mm -hmm. for Christ. If right. you're single, then you should be you should be doing more for me because I already told guys that they should be trying to come and find you. So I told him, I said, dude, you're trying to come and find her. I said, and it shouldn't take you that long to figure out whether or not at 40 years old, you should know whether or not you want a woman in your life or not. Well, Q, it's not that easy. I was like, eh, it kind of is. I was like, dude, I got married at 23. I was like, I went on a date with my wife, dude. And at the end of the date, I looked and I said, She's such a different and unique woman that this is actually somebody that I see that I can make something happen with because of just this one date of the challenge that was taking place to me. Mm -hmm. When I looked at her and said, give me your number so I can give you a call. She looked at me and said, nah, give me your number and I'll call you if I really feel like I want to be bothered. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that, right. that is something different to me because that let me that it kind of let me know that you hold yourself in such a high standard as a woman that I don't let just any old guys just call me and I will invite you to call me. Like I'll right. invite you to talk to me, but you just don't have free access to me. 
right away I told God, you know, and I wasn't even saved, but you know, I'm driving home, like, you know, God, <laughs> I'm like, like this is this is what I'm talking, like somebody who has a direct locked door on access to them, and they don't let any old kind of clowns come in, which means that this woman is probably not a damaged woman. Mm. That's what this means. This woman that this woman has been protecting herself all her life from from idiots, from stupidity from dudes who can just drag her through the mud. I was like, dude, I want, I don't care what, I, we, listen, this was just one date. I'm like, yeah. all I knew is that this is the type of woman that I want in my life is someone who actually had the audacity to actually protect their heart the way that she did. Even with me, she looked right at me after telling me how great of a time she had. This was an awesome date and stuff to only look at me and say, yeah, but... I'm going to protect myself. So when I'm when and, and I'm tying this back in because with someone like that, man, and it made me and this is my thing to guys and what I told my the young guy about the story is that it forced me to think about a plan like. Mm -hmm. So as men, and this is a funny thing, right? So we if I called you and said, hey, E, I got this building. You know, I'm on the phone. I'm rambling all this stuff off to you. And you like, man, this sounds great. You everything sounds dope, man. It sounds like you got some things rocking. I say, E, I want you in with me. What is the first thing you're going to tell me to do? Well, first, we're going to we're going to have to sit down and send me the, send me the plan, send me the scope. You know, thank you. Uh, the purpose, <laughs> the intent. Thank you. The thing is, this, we're very intelligent around stuff that actually selfish things, right? Stuff that actually will help you. You get selfish and it's like, I need to see plans, purpose, intents, backing, funding. I need to see all this stuff. Right. Marriage is the only thing in our life that we don't ask for no plan, no purpose, no intent, no nothing. We only go in off of lackluster love because it's not true love. <laughs> It's literally a lackluster love that you have. You, It's a lusty physical attraction type. And then you slide in love like a little piece of thin mayonnaise on it. You know, it's like thin because you'll find out once the, the heat get there, like you said, that friction, when you when that friction get there, what it's all about. But what I've learned is that if you don't have a plan for your family, and this is what I'm trying to tell you, young guys out there, older guys, whatever. If you even if you're already married and you having issues, I want you to take a full big step back, sit your family down, and put together a plan and purpose for your family. Ebron family is thriving because of a plan and the purpose. We yeah, know you're a Christian, I, so we yeah. listen. We know you're a Christian, so we don't even have to talk about the impact that God has, right? But the right. thing that really seals the deal is that there's a plan and there's a purpose for His family. Same for me. I learned that if my family doesn't know where they're going, why they're why they're going, that's when you have this clash. You have a clash because women are very intelligent. Women are very strong. Like God made women at this ultimate level. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, the way he has it set up, I see why women be looking like I ain't submitting to nobody. You ain't going to be trying because women understand, man, I got a lot to bring to the table. So when right. a woman has a lot to bring to the table as a man, if you want her, her full submission, 
if you want her to fully submit, and I'm talking about this woman could be making a million dollars a year running 50 businesses, but when she walk in the door, do you the king of the castle? If you want her to do that, then you have to have a plan and purpose behind why she is. Yeah, I know I'm your wife, but why? What am I to do? When we look at waited Adam and Eve and, you know, all, and I'm sure you've heard all kind of breakdowns on that. Well, before God even gave Adam, God, but before God even gave Adam Eve, Adam was already in God's presence working and had a spot. He did. Listen, he did. God had already gave him a spot to eat. He already gave him the garden. Yeah. He was already, listen, he was already working, naming the animals, making sure things was rocking. And then he was already in God's presence walking every day. Right. So that lets you know that God said, listen, there has to be a plan and purpose before the plan and the purpose was already there for Adam before he gave him Eve. So that's right. why he said, man, things are rolling, dude. And you look a little lonely. So all the animals are paired. Everybody's paired up and you're the only one out here kind of just rolling a solo mission. Yeah. So I literally got to give you somebody that you can actually communicate and then experience this type of living with. So this is all me. And I'm and I listen, I'm a victim of being the, the, the dude that started on the, the long road. Right. No, no degree, no nothing. And my wife entrusted that I was going. I told her she was just shooting craps with me every day, hoping that I turn out to be something. Uh, but then once I got mature, more mature, I understood that, man, I should have had I should have had my life together and then inviting this woman into an already thriving fam, um, uh, uh, already thriving plan. Like well, she should have been. Well, a, yeah. Well, you let, want to talk, talk about, about it? Q? Yeah. Let's, talk about, see, let, let's talk about it, because um, there are times where God will allow your wife to come in prior to you having everything set. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, just understand, though, because I got married at 21. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah, I'm I was. But I was very clear that this is what I wanted. Right. right? Me too. Me too. And I was yeah. very clear that. Uh, I had seen I had my 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 family. I had seen enough hearts be broken. I had seen enough single yep. parent households. I had experienced what it was like to grow up without a father. So I mean, I saw the whole cyclical pattern of what it meant when someone didn't handle their responsibility, right? Right. And yep. I had made a decision and a commitment that I was not going to do that, right? But I and my wife, just like your wife, I think that she clearly had a word from God that this, <laughs> and, and just believe because I was in college, you know, uh, we, we met then I graduated, I relocated to a new city, started a new job, you know, like all of these things. And right. so the promise of what, and the potential of what I was going to become and do was there. Uh, but sometimes like I, I remember making, enough money to pay all the bills and wash the paint dry. Right. And I remember, you know, so yeah, you know, wash the paint dry. <laughs> wash the paint dry, right? And then I remember going, 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 hustling. And you know, I'm a I'm a goer. I gotta get ready to make these moves, you know. And I came home one day and I had been gone, you know, all day making moves, making this happen. And my wife was sitting on the couch. And you got a picture of this. So now I'm, I'm taking way back. Uh, this is 2000, 2004. Yeah. Four going into five. My wife's 411. You remember those floral print couches that the bed couches? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm taking it back. Right. And That's so way back. Yeah. So she's she's swinging her legs coming, you know, off the couch and saying, you know, I did not get married 
to be to have to stay at home by myself. Yeah. Right. And I right. and I so I pulled out my plan. Right. I had my plan. I had my my Excel spreadsheet. Well, there are all the things populated about like, hey, well, if I stop doing this, you know, this revenue, this is not coming in. You know, this is what it will be. And in, in that moment when she told me she valued my presence yep. over the additional things that uh, that finance could provide. Yep. And that's the, that's the, we're talking about the character of knowing the character of your wife. Right. Exactly. And that spoke volumes to me. Now, yep. was it challenging for for me to not go get the bag sometimes, you know, yep. when I have this, this long-term plan in my life, Oh, we have to do this. Cause this, but she said, no, I value the relationship more. Let's focus on building this because when we build this, we'll definitely get to that. Yes. And here's what we have to do is when wisdom speaks up in your household, wisdom comes from God. Right. Listen, and, that's a good before you hold on before you finish, because I want to throw this scripture right in here. Yeah. So Ephesians 5 and 15 says, be careful then how you live, not unwise, but wise. Wise. See, so you see what I'm saying? So that's what that plan does. Um, and, and, and the thing of this is that, yeah, you can run into where because I'm that's why I said I'm on the end where there was no plan. There was nothing, no, no stability. You were ahead of me, dude. At least you were in college and finished. I literally met my wife and I was just working. Uh, But I knew, but my mindset was the same as yours, that I knew what I didn't want, right? And I think a lot of us as men, that's we do have that. It's like, man, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be, I'm not. But what happens is is that, you know, that bench press (laughs) of life hits you, right? Then you find yourself in a pickle because basically, you know, at least you had a plan to go back to and look at. A lot of us as guys, we don't have no plan to even to readjust or recalibrate ourselves so that we can actually get back on course. Second of all, learn who your wife is. You will be amazed that about 80 percent of women prefer your presence, maybe even 90 percent prefer your presence over the bag. When your woman started wanting the bag over your presence, meaning that your presence, you're not giving up the presence. So she'll just take the bag. That's it. Like. Because real women really want present. Real women want relationship. They want bodily contact. They want, they want, they want eye contact. They want uh, verbal uh, affirmation. They want you to be there, present with them. A little touchy feely. You know, I'm a hands on guy. You know, uh, all this kind of stuff. Women actually prefer that. And that's literally that's any culture, any color, whatever, any race, whatever. Women prefer that. It's just that the this culture, like you said, as men. We think the bag equals the love. Yeah, because the, we have we have tied our identity with oh, our ability to one. produce. Right? Produce. That's a and good so, one. And yeah. so and and production is more than just financial, right? It, it really it is. Includes, it includes finance. It includes it, but <laughs> but it is more than it is more than finance, right? Right. And when we realize like money is a tool used to leverage to produce the life that you want, right? So it's not just about the acquisition of material things. It's right. about producing the quality of life that makes your your family feel the safest. Right. Right. Uh, feel appreciated. And w- what it boils down to, in my experience, when it comes to, to relationship, uh, husband, wife, is that you have to produce an environment where your wife feels safe. That's uh, it. Yep. And here and here. And it's based upon 
no, no one can say to a locked door, um, I got a whole set of keys. Uh, you should open up because I feel like I got the keys, the keys, the keys. No, it is one of those things where right. when you find the right key that produces a level of safety, then we get to some real heart to heart communication. Right. Um, let's talk about how, you know, ego even plays involved with the way that maybe your family articulates truth to you or you express truth. Right. 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 So um, and how like your your upbringing influences your level of vulnerability. Right. Exactly. So, so what what I found and every household is different. So I'll talk about my household is that the more vulnerable that I am, uh, the more my family trusts me because yeah. I've given you access. And, he, and here's the thing. And I'm not encouraging you to do this unless you've cultivated a safe environment. Right. Is right. that if I allow you in spaces that could you could do some very irreparable harm <laughs> right. with what you know, like don't weaponize the truth you know right right and, and that becomes extremely important as men right is that yes. when we decide to open up decide to share and it's a choice like it it's is. one of those things where it's like okay am i going to take this risk well i'm, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be honest q when when i decided to get married and i said i'm going to allow this particular woman to influence the decisions that I make yep. about my life. Well, listen, I'm I'm all in. Right. I'm I'm all in. Right. If I've tied my life to your life, right. and the decisions I make will be based upon. Oh, listen, I, I'm with it. And, yeah. and let me tell you, things will happen in life that seek and create fractures. Uh, when you have family, like so, my my family. We're in between taking care of our elderly parents and raising children. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a healthy tension. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and when you talk about like what are the existing factors that will push put stress on your household, you have to think about and consider those things that right. maybe what's happening has nothing to do with the relationship and the love between you and your spouse and all to do with the external factors that are placing stress there. So I yeah. want every brother that's listening to this right now, just right. take a deep breath in. Come on, breathe in with me. Yeah. And relax <laughs> and let it out, bro. Right. Listen, you may right. not be where you want to be yet. Right. But when Q is talking about building this plan, it won't be perfect. Nope. It will fluctuate. Yep. Write your goals in pen. Write the goal in pen. Yep. Write the timeline in pencil. <laughs> Please write that in pencil because yes. the timelines can change at any given time. But the thing is, um, is that and just to go back to accountability and the design work on having other men in your life uh, to be able to bounce stuff off of. Um, the one thing you said is that most men don't want to let you into spaces because they they fear that you will weaponize it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and so that's a real big fear that men have, but I'm going to tell you how you get rid of the fear of weaponizing it. And he talked about it early in this conversation, which is having the right type of relationship with Christ to cultivate the right type of people that live in your, under your roof. If you cultivate it the right way, according to God's word, 
then you won't have to worry. You won't have any worries about somebody trying to weaponize information that they've learned about you, your wife, your kids. Like your family won't operate in a in a position where they will weaponize, right? So I just read verse 15, but then verse 16 says, making the most out of every opportunity because the days are evil. 17 says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand that the Lord's will is. Now, once you get past that and you go into verse 18 and 19, then it kind of starts talking about stuff that as men, we have to make sure that we get rid of and don't add to our life. Right. Drinking. Using drinking drugs, hanging out and all of these things as an as a, a suppressant to the woes or the stress, as you were saying, right? That bench press. Right. Most guys, we use those as avenues to release and to be able to suppress and to be able to take away all the stuff that we don't want to think about every day, um, which. In the moment seems like, yes. I'm out here chilling. I feel good. I'm not thinking about everything. Everything is going one way. The bad part on that other side is that it opens you up to all the craziness and the debauchery that the enemy has waiting for you. So you find yourself cheating, mismanaging money, uh, not being trustworthy because the very thing that you're using to help suppress stuff is actually the most most harmful thing that actually leave you off your game. It'll leave you not looking at the goals. It'll leave you not trying to set up a plan. And it'll definitely stray you away from the plan that God has for you, which is that relationship. So see, the, the most important thing about all this around family and being a great leader, a Christian man, is not allowing yourself to stray away from the relationship that you have away from that you ha- you're trying to build with God. I tell most guys this, men and women are created not uh, differently. Men are givers. Mm-hmm. Everything about us gives away everything about that's why we're servants. That's why we are service. That's why we we're servers to our family. We're the foundation. We're the givers. Women are receivers and they produce out of what is given to them. So when you tell me, man, my wife is going crazy. She don't want to listen. She don't want to submit. She don't want to do this. Then I say, what are you putting into her? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's funny because I'll have guys tell me that they're doing everything right. I'm reading my Bible. I pray. I do all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, but does your spiritual walk match your natural walk? See, we don't think that the, we and that's why remember I said that, right? We want to jump to the spiritual stuff sometimes and, 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 and not understanding that your overly heavenly thought process will also be damaging to your natural walk because that's not how God wanted you to live. Unfortunately, God knows that, listen, dude, you're in this world. You're just not of it. Like you're not, this is not your final destination, but unfortunately I do have you placed here. So basically that's why governments and all this stuff is all set up in scripture. So you know how to govern yourself on this earth. Like you government on this earth should be listened to in case it contradicts or goes against God's word. If it doesn't go against God's word and God is like, you got to just, I, I know your ideas, I know your thoughts, but you got to shut your mouth and you got to follow government, right? If it goes against what I'm saying about how we live as Christians, then that's when we take a stand and we don't have to do that. But if the government is saying something that does not go against directly what I'm talking about, like same-sex marriage goes against the fabric of God, 
So when we say and take a stand for that, we can against government. I don't have to submit to government when it goes against the very fabric of something that God has given to Christians to uphold to. So that's the part I'm looking at and as a man in your home. So you can't just think that because you read your Bible and pray every day and do all that stuff that you're yielding the right stuff. Because remember, you still have a natural uh, set of things that you have to do that reading your Bible and stuff does not equate to trust like coming home on time every day you do from work, calling your wife back when she calls you, picking right. up the kids on time the way you say you were, being at your son's game on time. That ain't got nothing to do with prayer. Nothing. That ain't got nothing to do with reading your Bible. No, that is a character. That's that's cultivating your character and your integrity around the way you're going to handle yourself as an earth in this body. Like, how are you going to actually, how are you going to get your kids to understand that spiritually I read my Bible? That's great, Dad. And we too will read our Bibles. But naturally, I treat my family like crap. Yes, Father, and I too will read my Bible and treat my family like crap because that's literally what you're going to teach your kids. So you, that's how you'll have a man and say, "Man, I love God. I do it." And say, "Wow!" But you treat your family. Well, what in the world? How did you get that process? It's learned. We all learn stuff. Like you said, if I come out of a family that was divorced, my mom and dad got divorced when I was ten. There's a lot of things that I had to look at myself and say, "Dude, if I don't get this to correct it, I'm going to fall victim to it." Mm -hmm. If if I don't fall, if I don't go and correct my my temper, I'm going to end up beating my wife. Or if I don't do if I don't not drink, then I'm going to become a I'm a drink while I'm having a family. And like I said, that's going to hinder your ability to produce the right type of cultivation that it takes to build the right type of people. Like I look at my son, man, I'm like sometimes I look at him and be like, I don't even know who you are. Like he's such a great kid. Like this dude's a he's a great kid and he's still a teenager. Like still, I got to wake him up. I got to do go do this. But overall, as a as a young man, he's a great sound thinking young man. Then I go, you know, I talk to my wife about that. Or if I talk to my mom, my mom be like, well, do you do you know how much work you do around there? Well, see, I'm always working. I'm not I'm always on the grind of making sure that I'm this example that I never even take time to look out and say, man, I, I'm actually doing the right thing. I'm all like my wife just told me, she was like, well, babe, you're putting in some work. And I'm like, I'm always on the grind, not for the bag, but to make sure that when my son leaves here, that he has a great testimony about the way that he was raised. Like, absolutely. Like, that's that's what I want. Like, I want my son to be able to look at his kids and when he's having devotion and stuff and use me as the example of A, B and C. Absolutely. Not not yeah. not Ebron, not. not well, you know, I became friends with this great guy, Ebron, and then he mentored me. And then it's like, well, dang, did you have a dad? Well, yeah, but he ain't really. Nah, bro. I want to be that guy that right. every example, every thought that comes up in his mind, it comes back to me when he goes, man, reading the Bible, blah, 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 man. I remember my dad told me that if you don't read the scripture every day and meditate on it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want him to be able to have that factor point in his life and my daughter. And crazy, believe it or not, I want that to be a conversation that my wife has when she's talking. Right. Like, I want her to be able to have a conversation that, man, man, why you always submit to your husband? Because this is the stuff that my husband has poured into this house. And so I want to submit. Like, I, that, I wouldn't even have it no other way other than submitting because of what I see this man doing on a daily basis, which means that I leave. I, and men, you have to understand it. You have to lead every charge in your home. You can't have a submissive wife if you're not willing to serve at a very extremely high level. Yeah, Your service. I, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I think that um, 
especially when we talk about biblical submission, like you unpack so much in that, right? Yeah. Um, and not just not just biblical submission, but I'm talking about in, in, in what you were just sharing. And I think that when we are being vigilant in our homes, you know, to provide the proper example, like I always tell my kids, I was like, when I can't be the perfect example, I'll be the perfect example of repentance, right? <laughs> I, will, I, I will show you that, and exactly. I, I'll circle back around and say, listen, you know what? I was hasty in, in what I say here. Yep. Uh, I wasn't correct here. Here's so I always point them to the principle so that yep. the principle is always it's, that's the, it's the same. It's the same. It's the and same. so if I misapply or misappropriate the principle, I have to go back and remediate that harm. Like I won't just yep. let it sit and, and try to justify wrong by my position, right? But I will leverage the power and privilege of my position to empower yep. my family, right? Yep. Yep. And to realize, like to, to validate, to affirm, to speak over, to declare, to be the priest provider, protector of my home has to do with the level of understanding. It so does. Wisdom is the principal thing, right? With, yep. Wisdom is but the in all thing. thy getting, get an understanding. And, and without so, the understanding, you can't you, you can't you, produce without understanding, man. You cannot. And so like my responsibility to my family, to the world is to be an example of love, period. Yes. Yep. Like, and, and I'll say love period. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I had to throw that in there. Right. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and here's, here's what I realized. And man, my pastor talked, taught for years and years and years and years about the love walk yep. and about how, you know, the law of love fulfills the commandment of love. Right. Right. And so when we walk in, and I know people are like, that sounds, you know, or as you mentioned earlier, like, you know, E, that sounds soft. Like I don't right. walk around here talking about all this love. Right. <laughs> right. But when right. I tell you that love is the most transformational power, Yep. That any man could ever experience. Like those yep. of you that are listening right now, go to a moment in time, because I believe we all have them, even if you have to dig deep, where someone validated and affirmed and loved you. Yep. And how that transformed your life. And as men, Christian men, we are, or disciples of Christ, we are to be known right. by our love. Right. So when somebody talks to talks about me, they could talk about all of the, the things that I do and, and things of that nature. But like I want someone to be able to say, man, the way that Ebron loved, like gave me some, you know, he focused on me. He listened to me. like He yep. chose to l express God's love toward me. Yeah. Like that is what is transformational. Yep. And so I'll give some very practical tips like on how I do this with my family. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that. Like I asked my wife, like, what are your dreams? Yep. What What are your goals? And then I do everything within my power. Yep. To help her achieve those things. Son, daughter, where do you yep. envision yourself, you know, being? I, I recognize that you, do you realize that you have these natural gifts? Yep. Like, oh man. Yeah. Listen, I know if I don't know somebody, I'm going to reach out and find somebody right. who can help cultivate those things. So me yep. like creating a community of people around me 
both yep. men and women that have good character yep and that are experts in whatever it is that they do and introduce like cuz here's here's the thing and here's the real real deal Q is that we are a limited resource we are yeah god is unlimited but we, we are a limited resource yep and so to the bros that are out there stressing yourself out because you're trying to be all things to listen that is the power of community that's the power yes sir Yes, ensure sir. that you are surrounding yourself around. And that's why I listen. So a lot of people have given up on this idea of going to church. Right. Right. But, but my thing is, that is part of my community. Yep. I am part of the community of faith in which people gather based upon this set of principles in order yep. to encourage, to inspire, I to motivate, to transform, to practice. I mean, if you want to practice love, let me church will give you ample, Every. <laughs> ample opportunity. It will right, to practice. Will. Yep. And, and most people don't think about love as a practice. No. So I will ask you, Q, and I will ask bros that are listening, like, in what way do you practice love, or do you just expect people to know? Like, right. And when and when someone holds you accountable for not expressing love in the way that they receive it, you'll go to the things that you provide. Don't you see this? You know, I express love like this. I provide the, the roof over your head, the lights and the right. gas. Yeah. But can I be honest with you, bro? Any man that's willing to work can provide that too. Any man. So, Save, unsave, it don't matter. Yeah. Any man so, will do that. <laughs> yeah, so the uniqueness of what you provide is to be able to express love in a very curtailed, um, customized way to your family. Like Listen. Q, let, let's talk about Q. Like, you know, my I know that even when I'm getting ready to express myself in my house, it could be passion, you know, or anything like that. I am mindful of who I'm speaking to and exactly. the way that they receive communication. Now that takes a level of intentionality. It does. So that it's not like, well, this is just the way I talk. And you need to conform and receive love the way I talk. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's if you, unless you want to be effective, right? Right. Yeah. Now, if you want to be effective, I realize that cute, much like you, car rides with my daughter when it's just she and I, and, and we're what we have conversations and unpack some things, yep. you know, that maybe she has questions about. Uh, we're honest, open, and transparent, you know, right. about, uh, you know, and I got that from uh, Brother Mike Todd. You know, it's a yeah. hot conversation, honest, open, transparent. Yeah. And uh, with my son, you know, he is at the age, and Q, I know you've seen this, where he's starting to realize the sacrifice that it takes yep. to be a man in the house. Yep. And yep. here's what, man, when you when you cultivate the right kind of character, like my son will, and I have to remind him still, but there will be times where I see him intentionally try to like, oh, well, I know dad is working on this. Let me try to see if I can help with this. Right. Yeah. And even when he doesn't necessarily do it to the full, I honor the effort and then right. provide the redirection to empower him. Right. Yeah. 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 So it, I, that's I'm that's no, no, that's uh, dude. Literally, we got to have like five more episodes and i might curtail this to be a part one two three or something because 
and I want to comment on some stuff you said, but we're already at our, our marker. And I'm like, if I go into more, it's going to be, <laughs> we'll be talking about four hours on this thing. But I do want to, uh, I like to always end the show by just kind of um, uh, drilling back to just the points. Uh, because what I don't want to do is you hear all this information and then you forget, man, what were the points on this? Where would they go for this? But just understanding that the first thing we want to do as men, as we shut cluster our closing down, man, is, uh, create the right type of relationship with God. Um, if you don't know how to do that, uh, you can reach out to me on my podcast. All my information is on there. You have the drawing board podcast with Ibram out there. Uh, his name is Andre, everybody. I call him Ibram, <laughs> yeah. but his name is Andre, but I don't normally say Ibram, but uh, you can call Andre uh, and hit him up, man. He's got email. He's got you can connect with him on all social media platforms uh, through his podcast. Uh, if you just want to be able to connect with some men who can actually help you even understand even more in depth on the relationship with God. But that is the most important thing that we have to have in our life. Uh, if we want to rid ourselves of a lot of things that have attached themselves to us through our past and our the way we were brought up and developed, right? Uh, then secondly, we want to, through that relationship, it will open us up to be able to be more honest mm-hmm. and transparent with who we are and who we need to be in our families, right? Then that'll take us right into being able to even, even scratch the surface of being able to co- cultivate the right type of home uh, through communications, uh, through the way that we live as an example in front of our children and our wife, um, the way that we live our spiritual life in front of our, our family, um, the way that we communicate and create these, um, these uh, uh, accountability partners and showing our families that, hey, I got guys that hold me accountable for the way that I'm going to treat you guys and behave, 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 behave in this house. Right. So we got these pieces here. And then the last thing we want to do is just continue to take all that information and then put it together in a plan. Put down those plans, put them down, put them down, put them down. Like Ebron said, hey, goals, we write in pen because we know where we're trying to get to. But the time is going to take what it's going to take. Write that in pencil, because depending on the stages of your your marriage, depending on the stages of where your kids are at, those things will change. Uh, you know, if you have a catastrophe or disaster happen in the house, that'll change timelines and the way that you can actually produce or actually be able to put that process together. So don't ink that down. But the goal still says stay the same. And then lastly, but not least, not the least, but understand the principles. Now, we didn't go into all the principles. I'm going to have E come back and then we're going to. We're going to literally talk about these principles so that we can talk about each principle separately. But uh, for me, I got about five principles that I have that I live by. I don't know how many he has, but I got about five principles. And I'm not going to tell you because I want you to tune into that episode. (laughs) I'm not even going to give them to you. I'm just going to tell you that we're going to do another episode on the five principles that you should be living by in your home. Um, And then and then from there, man, you'll be able to make the right choice. Uh, listen, E, uh, thanks, dude, for coming through to help me uh, dissect this uh, great topic um, on how to lead our family as Christian men. Uh, to all of the listeners out there, I hope you guys are able to take some of this. I'm going to probably chop this video up. So if you're watching this video, this is probably video one of maybe like two or three. Uh, but definitely go through all three videos, uh, two or three videos, and get the completeness of what we're trying to say here. Uh, And this is your boy Q, man. Uh, And we out of here.
Peace. Look at that dude trying to 